0: Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.
1: I'm letting it play a little bit more today. Just keep that volume up, Charlie. That's in my head all day. Had it in the car. We're down at Lakers Tavern with the Southern Rhythm Band Boys. That's Cal, the lead singer. Very good, Charlie. They played a beautiful gig out at the Lakers Tavern, their local tavern in Thornley. Tell you what, never been to Thornley. Um, Very nice part of the world, Mark Redding. You are here on the Shelter Footy Cast. This is my custom... One of a kind, Lakers Tavern t-shirt from the Southern River Band Boys and I'm fired up. I had a great night out there last night. Yeah, g'day Scoey, uh, how'd you get home? I drove home, mate. Brilliant stuff. Yes, I drove out, I drive out to Lakers Tavern, just made sure I was all nice and responsible out there and drove home. I don't know how I would have got home <laughs> otherwise, to be honest. <laughs> How about you, mate? You have a big day after the Waffle Grand Final? Yeah, we had a
0: couple of uh, refreshments after the uh, GF, and then uh, just pulling up today. We went closer to home than what you did, but uh, listening to some music. And, of course, trade week starts today. I'll oh, just remind me, actually. We are recording this Sunday night. We can be very, very honest about it. But but yeah, you know, the third of October is my anniversary. Which just reminding myself, yes. So I've got to keep that in the front of mind <laughs> hey, for the next forty five minutes. If
1: Shelter Footy Cast isn't here for anything else other <laughs> than remind Mark Redding what his anniversary is, while well, we've achieved something. If you're the first time here, we're doing a bit of a trade preview today. But we do this every week, Monday and Thursday. We're going to skinny that out a little bit coming into Christmas. But we're going to be following the trade week, the draft period. Uh, Soccer World Cup, 2020 cricket. It's all going to be happening here on the Shelter Footycast. A bit of a West Australian theme. Anything comes up, West Australian, we'll get into that. You can follow us on socials, Shelter Footycast, on Instagram. You can send us an email, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Follow us on YouTube. Listen to us as a podcast. Shelter, born and brewed in Bustleton, doing great things down there. I do hear the Southern River Band boys played a very good gig down there one time. I went out to the Lakers Tavern. They're playing with the darkness in two weeks' time. They're doing a national tour as well. So it's all happening for the boys. I'll tell you where they'd go down well tonight and uh,
0: over the next week. Shelters. yeah, and the, and the shelters and the band yeah. at uh, at the Penrith Leagues Club because the Panthers have won back to back NRL titles, just the third club to win back to back in thirty years in the NRL.
1: They were superb against the Eels. Can you put that in an AFL context? They've been a real dominant side, haven't they? They've
0: been. There's yeah. a guy called Nathan Cleary who's this day his dad is the coach, so it's a really unusual setup. set-up. But he's
1: actually good. He's not just getting the game the he's a game because his dad. He's getting a game because he's a gun. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah. the Panthers they're out in the west of Sydney, as you know. So yeah, the NRL supporters they will be either licking their wounds if you're a para fan, or we would be lapping up the fact that, uh, yeah, they're one of the best teams of the modern era. A
1: couple of big things uh, here in uh, Western Australia as well as around the nation in the AFL landscape. Brad Scott appointed as the Bombers coach. Uh, How do you see coming out of that? How do do you sit on that? Good appointment? Happy with that? Happy with that. The biggest story out of that whole um,
0: appointment is Kevin Sheedy's reaction and just... Going public, he was overseas about the, the board member vote, which which he voted for James Hurd, which is fine. Uh, but then to go public with it, I'm not sure he needs to do that. He could have told James Hurd privately that he voted for him.
1: People were saying that it's uh, untenable, un, untenable his position on the on the board. Um, he can't sack
0: him. I mean, he can't be sacked from the board. But whether he now steps away, urged to step away,
1: yeah. Uh, it's an interesting one. I, I don't know. You know, they came out early and said that they wanted an experienced coach, and we sat here one day. We couldn't come up with too many names, but they have landed their man. He coaches North for over 10 years. I heard a decent stat on social media today, which I'm not sure it's overly positive. In that 10 years, he did coach North Melbourne to a couple of prelims, which is success, you would say, but never once coached them to a top four finish. Not once in his time at North Melbourne. Mm. Good, bad. I know people look at North Melbourne as maybe a battling club financially, and that has certainly been a fact, but to coach a team for a long time and never finish top four... I don't know if that's a successful tenure. Hopefully, his time and Essendon will be greater than that. Um, they've got a, you know, they've got some big moves to make in this trade period. So we are going to this uh, episode on the Shelter Footy Cast. We're going to quickly go through each team and each of their credentials, what they need, what their draft picks are, who they're losing, who's coming in likely. And we're going to just give you a bit of a preview of each team. Before we get there, the Waffle Grand Final was on Saturday, as we just mentioned, you and I called it on Channel 7. It was a great game. It was a great spectacle. Yeah, 16,000 fans. Um, I reckon
0: Leederville looked pretty good. Inside and out. I think the precinct around it was busy. and yeah, it was, uh, Look, this is the second time that it's happened outside of, say, Optus or Subiaco Oval. Fremantle Oval a couple of years ago, now Leederville. And there is an argument after what we've seen, and you're a bit of a fan, I
1: believe, of, of doing that every year. Oh, but, uh, so I do, do 6PR talk back, and a few weeks ago I, I went pretty hard saying it's a community game. You get 3,000 people. A game going during the week, you know, to a normal rounds It's not getting 50,000 people to game. So let's keep a community, make it accessible to people. You can't have the people on the ground like you can at Leaderville that you could at Optus you don't get that engagement that you get with people that's what the waffle should be and what we saw at Leaderville Oval was unreal they shut down Leaderville that was a buzzing precinct I believe after the game it was indeed you can confirm that Um, I just thought it was fantastic one thing I was looking forward to so it's a bit of an insight to our listeners on TV um, Mark and I are up in the, in the television box, and you can turn your microphones off, and there is communication between the commentators. About halfway through the third quarter, Mark Redding's just sat back in his chair. He said, "Game over." He he wrote Claremont off, and they just started, it, didn't you? Didn't you? Yeah, you yeah. really rocked back and you, well, I don't, well. Who, who won the who won the Premiership, <laughs> <laughs> mate? It was it was one uh, one West Perth defenders' hand away from Smallwood having a shot in front, ten meters out. Let me what, just check the scoreline. T- it's a two-goal win.s so, uh, yeah, you can call
0: it early yeah. or you can call you sh- it late. Were you shaking your boots a tiny bit? No, I was ho- I was hoping Claremont would yes. keep going. I mean, if they'd kicked that goal and Munns didn't get the hand in there, then it would have been a terrific field.
1: I think the best team won. Before we get into it, um, it, it was one of the all-time stitch-ups, I think, by you um, to me. Quick phone call during the week. Sky, you got something great for you, mate. Would you like to vote on the Simpson medal? And I immediately said, oh, like, yeah, that sounds good. And then I started thinking, oh, geez, a, a bit nerve-wracking, but – you know, you want to get it right. Yeah. It's a big moment in someone's career to do it. But then I thought, I mean, how, how, how hard how can it be? Just look at the stats. Someone will, someone will stand up, <laughs> kick five. And there you go. There's your three. I don't know, have 35. <laughs> the leading possession getter for West Perth was 21 touches. Yeah. Uh, no one stood out. I, I, I'll, again, I'll give insight. With two minutes to go in the game, I still had no idea who I was voting for because it was just a really even performance by the team. It was a lot of pressure. And, I, mean, and I, was standing with you,
0: I was standing with you when the winner was announced, Luke Meadows, and the, the relief in your face was palpable. I mean, so, it was something you just clearly thought, at least I haven't stuffed this up, which so, is a
1: fair call. Cool. Yep. Yeah, so my three votes went to Luke Meadows. I confirmed with Tony McHale, who was another voter who he voted for. He gave three votes to Eastland, the Claremont Ruckman, okay. which I think is fair. Yep. I didn't give him any votes, <laughs> um, which is probably a good thing, because if I had of, he may have actually challenged – if I'd have given him, a, maybe me, one or two, um, and then two votes he gave to Meadows, and then one vote he gave to, uh, he had 30 touches off the back flank. Uh, his,
0: For Claremont? Yep. Sandov, uh, Meadows. Rodgers? No. Uh, uh, uh,
1: Ryan Boy. No. Uh, Geelong Boy. Joy Bolton? Yes, Joy yeah. Bolton. One vote to him, and I gave one vote to Jack Buller. So. Did he say
0: it was, did he find it tough as well?
1: Yes, yep, one of the harder ones he's ever done. So <laughs> I'm th- thankful that my three voter got the, uh, the the medal, and well deserved to West Perth and the boys that win that. Uh, Andy Brayshaw wins the Doig medal. No don't, surprise. Don't think there was any surprise. There was a couple of backmen in their, in their top five, which I like Alex Pierce in fourth place, Brennan Cox in second place, um, Griffin Logue was in sixth place. And Rory Lobb was in their top 10. So they're going to lose two players out of their top 10 to, to trades in this off season.
0: So with uh, Logue and Lobb finishing where they did, does uh, Justin Longmuir say to the clubs they're going to, pony up? Is it uh, a bit of that?
1: Maybe. I, I was really surprised to not see Blake Akers in their top ten. Maybe he didn't play enough games or something. But He was injured with the hammy, remember? But missed he, probably he didn't miss six weeks. It was three weeks? Four yeah, weeks? I thought, maybe. I thought he missed a chunk. But yeah, I thought he had a good year. I thought they might have re- rewarded role players a little bit more at the footy club, but maybe not. Um, so they don't get there and done that. And a big, big trade news. As we move into our trade period our preview for Shelter Footycast, Jason Horn francis has reportedly... Requested a trade to Port Adelaide. Yeah, well, South that's Australia. That's huge. That's huge. I
0: mean, number one draft pick. He didn't play a couple of times this year for, well, disciplinary well, yeah, reasons I mean, or whatever
1: reasons they are. No, like professionalism. Yes. So getting the ice bin. So Lee Adams dropped him. It's we, probably not. Probably going to look back. That probably not the smartest move in the world. No, nah, but maybe he
0: checked out. Maybe he was already right. making the move out of out of Melbourne. So uh, Port Adelaide, that's some huge get for them in the off season if they can add a ready made player. North will put some work into him, and he's he, look he's. Easy number one draft pick is by number, but as he showing you enough to
1: suggest he's going to be a, a real gun? If North Melbourne could take port to the cleaners and say, yeah. yeah, no worries, you can have him for three first rounders or two first rounders in a future second or something like that. Yeah. You're replacing one player with and you, you nail your draft picks, you'd do it. Mm. Like, really? Yeah, of course. If he doesn't want to be there, you might as well get him out, but act, you know, act, act, act disappointed yeah, yeah. <laughs> disappoint and clean him out. All right, let's move on to the uh, West Coast and Fremantle wrap on the shelter footy cast. Mark Reddings. Will Schofield. Western Australian teams first. As we mentioned, Brayshaw wins the Doig Medal. Let's get into Frio's trade preview. We'll do West Coast and then we'll get through the other 18 teams. I'm going to try and put a two-minute, two- to three-minute timer on each team. Fremantle trade preview. We know what's going on there. Monday's out the door. Bye-bye. Blakely and Western delisted. Expected losses. Now, this is a big list. Acres, Logue, Tucker, Lobb, Meek, Henry Maybe. Who do they get in skate? Well, they get Luke Jackson yes. as the obvious one, but outside of that,
0: I mean, they talk of Jeremy Sharp and Josh Corbett. But if we're looking at light like for light, like, they they're not that's going to stack up for them next year. So no. there's some concern, I suppose. They they oh, the draft has been successful for them, yep. Going through the draft, but I think and you've even said this a couple of weeks ago. I think they're going to have to look at maybe bring in a player or two. At least one, just to give them. I mean, you just can't replace Logan and Acres and Lob, who are
1: experienced and players at top ten. Top the, ten, yeah. Yep. So that not only did they play most games this season, they they played well. So that you know, oh, yeah, you you might be right. Not saying that anyone doctors any votes or anything like that, but the fact that they're finished in the top ten again is a positive thing for Frio when they go to the trade table and say hey, these are good players. They aren't just scraping the barrel. They've got draft picks 13, 73, and 86. So they're actually missing a few draft picks, which they should get a few with some of the guys yeah. out the
0: door. I mean, go back to the i mean the, the golden draft when they picked up, was it Chera and Brayshall with their, yep. their two early picks? And, of course, they got a nice um, return for Chera last yep. year. So, as you say, if a player wants to go home like Chera did, um, you can still win out of the situation. What's yeah. their biggest need for a... Well, not defensively. No. Uh, I midfield, think that, strong. Mid, midfield strong. Midfield strong. but would yeah Yeah. Um, it's obviously goals, isn't yeah. it? I mean, small forwards have probably got Swidkowski. Walters goes around again. But they, they need... Amos is going to be good. Taberna's a bit unreliable with his body. They need another tour out. Hypothetically, someone like Logan McDonald, as we've talked about, would be nice. So, yeah, that, that, that's a sort of age demographic I think they're going to look at. But how they can get someone across is a, a different matter. Maybe
1: it's not a this year thing. Maybe it's next year thing. Maybe they just build on what they have. They add Jackson to the group and maybe they get a couple boy, more boys into the group. As we say, key forwards and good ones don't go on the tree. And, and not many teams have them, to be honest. It's not like every team has these gun key forwards running around. Everyone wants a key forward. Let's have a look at West Coast. Have a look at their trade preview. Kennedy and now Jack Redden out the door. Did that a surprise of, you? Uh, yes. Yeah, it did. Yep. Um, so... I did hear that a little bit earlier than most people would have. But um, as you know, Skeet, I like to keep a few things close to my chest, especially in that realm. I blew up uh, at the start of the year when uh, journalists were announcing other players retiring when they hadn't had the opportunity to do so themselves. Yes. So did know Redo was retiring and um, he'll be on back chat on Monday night I'll <laughs> we'll be able to secure his services, which would be great. A bit. I was a little surprised, but also I think it's the right move in saying that um, – th- not that there's no use in Redo going around again, but Is his I, body cooked. I bullet no, no. I believe he did have a, a have a contract a one option. year deal. Yeah, I thought. Um, so he reached a trigger in his his contract last year um, at about round 21 to round 22 to, to go on again. So I think they would have had to have discussion around some sort of payout uh, West Coast, and and I and I can honestly say I would tell you if I, I haven't heard anything like that from Redo, but just reading it a little bit, I think West Coast would have at least had to talk about look maybe it's a good option for you to finish up and Reto probably agreed speaking to him he seems quite content he's had a terrific career but he's out the door now so they lose a couple of preseason signings in Dixon, Joyce and Naish uh, Jacko Nelson lo- uh, goes away uh, he's delisted we've spoken about him I think he may get an opportunity on another list Junior Rioli wants out the door to Port Adelaide, there are some guys that are floating around potential inns into West Coast, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jaden Hunt seems just about across the line, and that's done. Um, Devin Robertson's name's come up.
1: It doesn't seem likely.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Jaden Hunt will be good. I think he'll be a good pickup for yep. them. Yep. Um. And look, their draft hand isn't bad. I mean, first on, they've had anything yep. of any consequence 39, two, twenty, twenty six, thirty nine, seventy five.
1: I heard Quinton Narkle's name being thrown yes. around in a little bit. So you're West Australian. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. West
0: Aussie boys. So. Um, Possibly, uh, but no, I think, I think the Eagles will know exactly where they sit and they'll obviously draft wisely. And then, you know, as you say, what do they need? They need mids, don't they?
1: They do. Carl Amon's uh, compensatory pick to Port Adelaide is 27 at this stage. So that won't get the Junior deal done, I don't think. So that there'll have to be some action on Port Adelaide's side to actually up their hand in that deal. But West Coast should, I think, should land another pick inside 20. So they should it's have handy. three picks inside 20 four picks inside 26. So you should be, if you look at the list and any list really, if you get your drafting right, you should be able to pick four 150-game players. Won't won't happen. It it never does. Not everyone, you know, you can't throw every dart at the dartboard and they all hit the bullseye. But four picks should give you a good chance to get a couple of really good players in that play a lot of football for West Coast. I think, look, I think the midfield is the area they're going to with Redden out the door. They've got some, you know, developing guys that we saw. I think a little bit more late than I probably expected. Xavier O'Neill, I thought, had a last couple of really good games for the Footy Club. Uh, Connor West is, is still lack. He, he lacks polish, and and that's just the player he is. That he's not going to be your outside player.
0: I think, uh, yeah. think Jai Cully will develop. I think Campbell Chess is the, the big watch because effectively he'll be
1: a draft pick coming through if he's right to go. I did hear he's actually still in still in rehab. Oh really? Uncle. Yeah. So look, uh, that that could be you know business as usual. Um, uh, he hasn't gone home in this off season. He spent a bit of time home during the year, and he's back training at the football club, doing rehab, getting himself right for the coming season. Did you think? What do you When you
0: read, just quickly, and we have going to push on to the that's next right. club, uh, West Coast allegations or well, claims that some of the boys are fat,
1: overweight. Yeah, yeah I saw that. So, uh, who was that my named by? Uh, Matt Randell. Yeah, that's it. Yep. I, I like to name a shame here on the Sheldon Footycast. Uh, absolute garbage from Matty. Um, it throws out a bit of that over the trade period. Uh, Jeremy McGovern, I can tell you right now, was the fittest he's ever been when he came back. And he was actually, you know, you'd call your footy, you watch your footy quite a lot. He was playing some of the best footy mm. you played. he played. copped really two... Bad injuries, the second one which ended his season. Elliot Yo, I think rather than fat, he's had two years of no footy. The nature of his injury makes it hard to get yeah. get the cage into the legs, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So I think I think you'll see a better Elliot Yo injury free coming into this off season and preseason, and then you know back to Elliot Yo, and then Nick Nanuui. Speaking about his weight, uh, to be honest, he's been like that for his entire time in the AFL. So. I don't think you can say he's overweight. That's how Nick Nanano is built. He's never been a 120-minute game player. He's a 70, he's 80 He's a big Fijian boy. Who's yeah. gonna, and,
0: and look, I think because of his knee issues, I'm not sure he's been able to do, again, the work required. But you're, he's not going to lose 10 to 15 kilos. So it's,
1: it's why I think you do, and it's why I do, stay away from critiquing players too much, mate. It's a bloody hard game. I would just, I would just doubt... Pretty highly that there'd be guys slobbing around not ca- not caring well, about. C- Kane
0: body. Corns went down this path as well. But yeah, yeah. You know this better than I about bet the work guys put in and, <laughs> and what, what challenges that they face.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, best of luck to everyone who wants to critique every player on under the sun though. It's about the time of the year that, that usually happens. That's West Coast and Fremantle. Let's get into the other teams on the trade preview here on the Shelter Footy Cast. <laughs> Adelaide, a couple of D-listings along the way. They're going to lose Billy Frampton, we believe, to Collingwood, who are trying to, you know, shore up the either end of their ground. He'll go in as a key position player. Um, Matty Crouch potentially, and uh, sorry, potentially Matt Crouch. Uh, and in for Collingwood, I believe. Maybe not. I don't know. His name's been thrown around the bush a little bit. Yeah, um, gets a lot of the footy. Yeah, Tom Mitchell's been linked to Collingwood as well. Everyone's linked to Collingwood. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're a good player. So Isaac Rankin's been linked to Collingwood. Yep. Um, if they could add a Mitchell, a Crouch, um, a Rankin, those sort of guys, it it's they make a prelim. They lose. A, they miss a grand final by two or three points this year they could very easily challenge again this next year. and They'll go in as one of the favourites for 2023. Yeah. I mean, look, Adelaide, that's handy, Isaac ranking. He's, he's a super player, isn't he? just
0: to add to your list. Yes. Roy Laird had a great year. Another uh, Ferris I started talking year. about Collingwood, did I? You yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, good... Sorry, I was, I was absolutely <laughs> off to the fairies, wasn't Yeah. <laughs>
1: anyway. Yeah, that's good. That's Picks
0: five, 23 and 78 for the Crows. Um, Billy Frampton, look, he's a WA boy, and he's got a bit of talent, but um, yes. yeah, I mean, they'll just – put him in the
1: in the background I would have thought initially at Collingwood unless uh, things change thank you very much Skate yeah that's very good I was <laughs> off with the ferries. well that's Adelaide who cares about them anyway <laughs> well, you can't say that can yeah I think we can we can do this on the shoulder footy cars Brisbane Mitch Robinson what out about this well, yeah. what about this the ins and outs go through it uh, Brit, Mitch Robinson Mitchell, Mitchell Mitch Cox Where? I haven't heard of Mitch Cox oh, Eli heard? Smith never heard of him and Devidas
0: Uosis no in all seriousness some of these names and Carl and I went through it on radio the other night you go they just get lost in the system something. These kids or or mature players, um, you don't crack a game
1: and you're out the door sometimes as quickly as you walk through it. So Dan McStay will head to Collingwood, we believe, who are trying to shore up either end of the ground, as I said before, with (laughs) Billy Frampton and Adelaide. Uh, Brisbane, though, I think Tom Berry has requested a trade out of there, which is a little bit surprising. He started to get some good games in there. Um, Jared Berry is, of course, his brother, so... They're, it's a link Yeah Yeah correct um, Potential ins They've got a couple of good ones Dunkley comes in Gunston comes That's in That's handy
0: isn't it yep. And then uh, Sean Hart's son Who's This is not trade But drafting wise mate yes. He's ready made Ready to go So, yes. um, Look For a team that finished top four They are Going to improve next year At least on paper
1: Yep Um, They've got some draft picks as well And of course uh, Father son Ashcroft Who? Yep I assume he'd be number one without a father son deal. That's 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 what I've heard. Yeah, he's, he's up there around pick one. Yeah, people telling me that he he he's ready made,
0: right to go, and he'll just slot straight into that prison midfield, which is saying something.
1: Well, so Brisbane might be up and about next year again, even though people have pretty much written them off after the the way they finished this year. They one bad s- game, scrap their way to a prelim, but they will still make a prelim. And right? they
0: win two good finals. Was yeah. The two, yeah, you beat Melbourne, you beat Richmond. Um, and you look, the Geelong game was They won the grand they, final they By 80 points They
1: did better than Sydney Didn't they just I don't yeah. know um, They'll so be good yeah. next year Yeah I think so well, Depending on their coach yeah, Who's, who's going to be there Well yeah Correct That's another issue though What about Carlton Tell me who's going out of there Skater.
0: Uh, D-listings Will Hayes Oscar McDonald Jack Nunes Of course kicked that match winner uh, the yes. pocket at the top of the stadium. Luke Parks,
1: Liam Stoker, Tom Williamson. W- w- Williams, uh, Liam Stoker, right? Stoker. Stoker. I'll call him Stoker, though. <laughs> <laughs> he, You're a stroker. Mate, th- he, it, it, that's the one that they traded up in the draft to get. Yes. Played 20 or so games, and now he's out the door delisted. That's an interesting one. Yeah. I mean,
0: you talk about getting a drafts right it's an inexact science it's gold not to be the you know trying to get it right that they get paid the money to do it but yeah sometimes they come off sometimes blokes don't fulfill the uh, the talent or the potential that you you see them as a club.
1: Uh, It doesn't sound like they're gonna lose too many through trade Um, they've been linked to acres of course from from Freo which I think he'd be a good addition to a Carlton team that's pretty stacked through the very central part of the ground but You know, if you go and think about who their wingers are, Sam Walsh plays a little bit through there, but he's mainly an inside mid. I think Blake Akers would add something to to Carlton that perhaps they built their game around that contested side this year. A little bit of outside balance from Blake Akers would go really well. Yeah, and you've got the big boys up forward, um,
0: you know, the Kurnow factor and Mm. um, Mackay. So it's nice to have that in place. Wearing down back, hopefully injury-free. Yeah, look... They missed finals by a, a bees, but they they should add some some quality. Picks 10, 29, 63, 65, 83. So, Carl will be thereabouts. And given the way they played, Paddy Cripps hopefully gets a, a good run at it next year again. Um, they'll be knocking on the door.
1: Collingwood, Jordan Roughhead retires. Callum Brown, Tyler Brown, the brothers, they're out of there. Both day-listed. Chaga McMahon, they're day-listed. Bye-bye, boys. Uh, expected losses. Now, these are big, these are big ones. Mm. Uh, Grundy to Melbourne. Um, that's all but confirmed, apparently, which is keeps being spoken about as a really strange deal. Effectively, Collingwood are paying Melbourne to get him off their list. And Melbourne, on the other hand, doesn't really make, I don't think, a whole lot of sense to have a Gorn-Grundy combination. It's not like a Jackson-Gorn combination. No. Who plays forward then? Well, yeah, Grundy's not a forward, mate. Like, when, when Grundy used to come down forward, and with all due respect to Gorny as well, when he used to come forward, you know... Uh, it, 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 there's more dangerous guys. He's a he's a ruckman. He's the best in the competition. Yeah, well, they're both. I mean, and Grundy full, has been as well. Grundy they're, fully they're, fit, outstanding. They're not forwards. They're not pinch hitting forwards. Oh, yeah,
0: I, I, that's an interesting, is not it, that the Grundy one? Uh, Ollie Henry to Geelong. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he come on as a medi sub this year
1: yeah, against he did. the Dockers? So, so, a few. Yep. So he's a first round draft. Yeah. pick. He's a Geelong boy. Um. So he's linked to Geelong, and we'll get into Geelong shortly. But. Uh, what they're potentially coming out of the trade period with Geelong is absolutely ridiculous. Coming off a of premiership, but we'll get into them in a little bit. Um, so there the potential uh uh in uh, out to, out of Collingwood potential ins Damick stays. We spoke about Bobby Hill, which would be a good addition. He'll be handy because remember that game we saw him play at, over here in Perth. Yeah, he'll be. I reckon he'll because he's been wanting to get to
0: Melbourne for a couple of years. Yep. um, he gets his chance. I think he'll he'll really enjoy Collingwood.
1: Braden Fiorini, uh Tom Mitchell um Tom Tom Mitchell He's so interesting. They're, they're, he? they're both big big ball winning inside mids both of those guys Tom Mitchell would you be in Collingwood's
0: position happy to pursue him
1: um, I mean you could not argue they they're in the window yeah you know? I mean Collingwood Collingwood are kind of they haven't had too many down years either really they've they've they're able to rebuild from within so if you're getting him on for eight hundred a year, no. But if you're getting him in for four hundred a year or five hundred a year, then absolutely he's a he's a great ball winning midfielder. Do they need that with a uh, Taylor Adams in that side? Scott Penelbury won't play forever, although he may play but forever. But he's playing more off sort of half back. Correct. Um I wouldn't be scared of going after those guys. Braden Fienerini's been a good player, hasn't been able to get consistent footy at the Gold Coast Suns. So, um, you know, if they were able to land a couple of those, Mick Stay, Bobby Hill, Billy Frampton... Uh, Tom Mitchell or Braden Fiorini, it'd be a pretty successful trade period for, for Collingwood.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. And Darcy Cameron, even given the Grundy loss, he's flourished, let's be honest, since he took uh, the reins, picked 16, 43, 48, 49, 89. So, uh, yeah, Collingwood's well-placed. And with those additions, if they get, uh, if they get Mitchell and, and
1: Hill that's, uh, and, and McStay, that's, that's a, a nice little war chest. Darcy Cameron could have put literally a couple of zeros Absolutely. on the end of his contract. Like, he... He wasn't getting a game, and oh. he's now the number one ruckman at Collingwood. Yeah. And has displaced to multiple Australian ruckman who's getting traded away from the football club. How good's that for Huge story. Very good. Uh, Essendon, with a new coach, Michael Hurley, retires. Uh, Anthony McDonald, Tippin and Woody, uh, one of the great uh, small forwards of our game. He's done and dusted. And Devin Smith, the Geelong boy, he's out of there. They delist a couple, uh, no great names through there. Expected losses, Aaron Francis, an interesting one potentially to Sydney. He's always been this in-between player, really high-credentialed young player, Aaron Francis, that was never tall enough to be a key position player, but he has played as sort of that Almost I would, I would compare him to a Jeremy Howe at Collingwood. Can play tall, can intercept the footy and can yeah. use the ball pretty well. Yeah, good behind the ball. Yeah, so that he would make sense to Sydney. You, you think about Sydney's backman that can defend but also can really intercept the footy. Um, Dane Rampey would be a name that I'd throw out there as probably not going to play forever and maybe an Aaron Francis in to replace him. Even though Aaron Francis isn't that young, I wouldn't have thought... It'd be... Mid-20s? Mid-20s, Charlie. But I don't know if you can have a look at that. Charlie's behind the panels today, by the way. Very good. Um, what about some ins for the and uh, footy side? Yeah, Jack Bowes, who... I well, thought was linked to Geelong, to yeah, be honest. But these so. a couple of clubs that are yeah. sort of sniffing around there. Josh
0: Corbett, again, Fremantle, and... Uh, There's a few guys on the market that say that. Yeah, and it's fair enough. Uh, and they've got picks 4 22, 41, 59, 77. Does so, Scott come in, change their approach
1: to anything? Uh,
0: I'm not sure. Or does he go and get just the best available? Does he... Looks to move anyone on. Everyone this Eston keeps telling, like, Matthew Lloyd expects them automatically to, to bounce into the finals next year. They don't have a good enough list. No, the list is I said this at the start no, of this you're year. You're right. Yeah, you
1: said that. Mick Moldhouse picked them for the premiership. They do not have a good enough list. No. They, they don't have any key position players. They've got Peter Wright at one end. Who's their best key position backman? Yeah, you won't be able to think of it because that doesn't exist. They, 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 they've got a young mm. developing side that have got a running gun midfield that can win the footy. But we saw them on a Friday yeah. night against the Eagles. Some of the best, worst defence. And the
0: defence was just horrendous. It but...
1: <laughs> was most disappointing I've seen you at a game of footy. You were just absolutely flabbergasted with their defence. Look, the numbers said it. They just yeah. they just
0: leak goals. But anyway, you're right. Uh, well, look, I the, the competition's better when Essendon's on the move. So, But yep. you're right. I think they've got a bit of work to do on their list.
1: Yep, absolutely. Um, So we'll see where they land. What about Geelong? Now, I, I, I don't... <laughs> I, they don't pay Stephen Wells enough in their recruitment department. they genius. Uh, Harry Taylor's in there as a GM now, I'm pretty sure. Yes, just, and they, uh, Andrew Mackie's in there looking after things. They've got a few old boys back in there. So they lose Luke Dalhouse, who's been a great player. Played over 200 games, I believe. Joel Salwood goes out... Um, we don't need to talk about yep. Joel. Uh, Sean Higgins, who is a fantastic player, citizen, yep. yep, across three clubs. Um, he misses out on a premiership and walks out the door with a happy family, uh, a Geelong boy. They're actually all Geelong boys, Delhouse. Uh, Selwood's a Bendigo boy and then Higgins a Geelong boy so they leave um, a couple of day listings who have been linked elsewhere Francis Evans I believe potentially um, you know could get some game time somewhere else Quinton Narkle, of course linked here to Western Australia Um, expected losses they're not really rumoured to be losing anyone but these are the guys that they're linked to and for more reports, going quite well in negotiations. So Ollie Henry we spoke about from Collingwood. Tanner Bruin um, from the giants. Uh, the giants. And so he's a top, he's a first-round draft pick. So he wants out to Geelong. He's a Geelong boy okay. originally. Um, Jack Bowes, they're leading the race there, which comes with pick seven, mind you. Um, so they're going to pay a bit of his big contract that he's on at uh, Gold Coast, but they get pick seven to compensate him for that. Uh, Connor McKenna from Essendon is that who that is Charlie is it the Orishman hey, hang on you got a mic over there you can turn hasn't, on hasn't, it all, hey. hasn't uh, he didn't he go home <laughs> I just saw Connor McKenna's name there holy shit right. <laughs> uh, can you can you please have a look Dan can you that see, can't be right can you just look up Connor McKenna But if that's right that's yeah, I think you right. meant Connor McGregor did not you <laughs> <laughs> so if they get those three guys into the footy club Bruin Henry Bose pick seven after winning the flag what's how are they doing this? No, they've been,
0: oh, just they've been a destination club for, I don't even think of, so many. Isaac Smith, Norm Smith medalists. Oh, and Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy Cameron. Oh, you just There's a, a list, you just keep reeling them off. And they've got, what, obviously pick 18,
1: 37. So they don't have any really early picks. Oh, well, they shouldn't have. They just won the flowers. Oh, no, no picks. They'll to, have seven, mate. They'll have pick seven. Yeah. They haven't had a top 10 pick in years. And they're going to get one by getting a player. It's ridiculous. I would have thought the AFL might have uh vetoed it or something but uh, they'll be they'll be uh, uh yeah I think they'll be challenging for years to come Really? Yeah. You have heard it here first on the Shell podcast. Oh. Uh very good. What about Gold Coast? The pff, yeah a couple of these boys I haven't heard of the delistings no one's retiring I can't remember David Swallow's he must be. He's the only guy out there that I know that actually played footy up there for a long time. He just keeps. Going. He's the
0: most loyal servant, isn't he? He just keeps going while others have left. He just uh, hangs in there. So,
1: yep, it's uh, two years out of the three years out of the sport. Believe, Chris by the time Chris Fagan's Brisbane side has emerged as the favourites to lure former Essendon halfback Connor McKenna back to the AFL after two years out of the sport.
0: But where did we say he was going?
1: Geelong. Geelong. <laughs> Geelong. Geelong's yeah. in the running It just, just
0: shows you some of the Chinese whispers that happened. Anyway, Gold the
1: Irishman coming back. Gold Coast. Who's leaving there? Expected losses.
0: Uh, Rankin was spoken about. Yep. Corbett Sharp. Possibly both to WA. Not sure. Uh, Fiorini, Bowes. Um, but the Inns, Ben Long uh, from the Saints. Yep. Uh, he's chosen that. Uh, Connor Blakely. Um, I-, I can't see Connor nah, continuing his AFL. Career. I can't see Connor getting a gig, to be honest. Uh, if he does, best of luck to him. Yes. Uh, they do get – he's not a – Draft pick, he's on a trade, but his name is King, and he comes back after a knee yeah. recon, so that's pretty good. That got pick 7, 25, 32,
1: so... Again. 7, 25, 32, 35, 44, 53, 68, 71, 80. How many picks have these blokes got? What's going on? I don't know. But they, and they're yeah, shit. They need to... The, the, the club or the, the picks? They're yeah, the club, mate. Yeah. They haven't made finals in their existence. I oh, know.
0: And they just keep losing. Play, Rankin's another example of wanting out. So, look, oh, oh, I hope they do well because the AFL has
1: invested so much money in them. That's why it's good that they've, I think, they've just locked into a coach. Great. They're, they're, changing a coach isn't going to improve things. No. And maybe keeping him... Who knows? But you need to you need to uh, commit Some to something. Yeah, commit yeah. to something. So yep. uh, hopefully they improve from my valuation of shit. GWS <laughs> GWS. Made DeBoer uh steps away. He's had a great career over two clubs. Freo. Uh, Jared Brander uh, delisted, which I was quite strong on him at the start of the year, but he hasn't been to get anything done there at the GWS. Well, not. Vindicating West
0: Coast But they yep. Quite happy to see him leave And he hasn't kicked on it the Giants And Sproul And Stein Or Stein uh, Are also out the door They've um, got some big losses Yeah you mentioned Taranto and Hopper Both to the Tigers So we have to start thinking about What the Richmond side can do next year Bruin yeah. to Geelong Or Bruin Bobby Hill to Collingwood Yeah so they're Gee they're going to have to Reload again aren't they somehow
1: Yeah they're, they're Almost in um, Rebuild stage Yeah New coach um, Comes in And yeah, they're, they're at a rebuild stage effectively. They'll have pick three, 21, uh, 40, 58, 60, 76. So um, they'll move on very quickly. Next team, please, Charlie, as we keep going, Hawthorne, um, they are in rebuild stage, absolutely mm. rebuild stage. Uh, we've got all these guys uh, muted out the door in senior players, plus McAvoy and Shields retire. Jack Gunston are supposedly uh, out the door. Tom Mitchell supposedly looking elsewhere. They may get a Carl Amon in. Um, They may get a Lloyd Meek has been rumoured to the footy club given Ben McAvoy stepped away. Jack Bowes has been very lightly linked to the club but I don't think they get him and if you look at their side from the last round of the year, they've got one of the youngest sides in the competition and it gets even younger with Gunston and Mitchell stepping out the door. Yeah, but what
0: I think with Sam Mitchell, you, you can see the path they're heading and
1: uh, it, to me, it's you know I've got no issue with what he's, he's done. He's backing backing in his philosophy and how he's going to do it. He's, he, you don't remember Sam Mitchell coached the VFL side yes. for, for a year. So the relationship he would have with a lot of the young players would be almost better than some of the older guys and that's not... Clean all the guys out and, and not play any of them or anything like that. But he will have very strong relationship with the young players at the footy club. Did
0: you have a good relationship at West Coast with him?
1: Yeah, he's the best coach I've ever played under. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, uh, good relationship builder. In- incredibly intelligent. Um, has a, I think, a good balance between, uh, you know, y- using his footy intelligence and game plan and and just uh, a bit of footy nous, a bit of you know the feel. He sometimes it can get lost in. Um, moving magnets around the board, and sometimes you just need to look at the game of footy, and he's good good at that too. But he's incredibly well studied. He's been working a long time to become a good head coach, and um, uh, we had a conversation on back chat with him about effectively uh, coaching philosophy, uh, and he and he was pretty honest about. It. He said, "Look, effectively, it's a um, pretty cutthroat business. You have got to commit to something, and it either works or it doesn't." Mm-hmm. So he's committed to a rebuild and he's going to get the players in to try and build to a game st- style that he wants to play. And and I, from, from what I can see, the players have bought into that. Yep. They are playing a pretty distinct game style. It's a more risky game style. It's something that's a little hard to defend off turnover, but they do have the success of being a high-scoring team. But if it doesn't work and they don't win games of footy, eventually he's out the door. Like mm. he won't, mm. he won't coach forever if he can't get it to work. So, and he knows that. I think it'll give him two more years. Oh, absolutely. To, to, no, I'm, to, I'm, to, I'm just betting where they're heading, and you need to see the the roots come oh, through. I'm which, not at all saying any no, of that, but just as a coaching in in general, anywhere – Yeah. It's, uh, it's cutthroat, right? Like, you've got to commit to something, and if it doesn't work, you're out the door. Well,
0: at least then, if you do get the lemon, you, you do it on your terms.
1: <laughs> yeah, correct. That's absolutely right. What about Melbourne? Tell us about, about Melbourne. Uh, Mitch Brown, Mag magic door,
0: a retired um, Fraser Rosman. Now, I've got to be Tell honest with about you. about Fraser. Never heard of him yeah. in my life. Is that unusual? Did Sorry. you know about him, Charlie? No, thank you very much. Um, Connor McKenna linked to Melbourne as well, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Luke Jackson heading, we know he's home. He was out having a drink with uh, Sean Darcy the other day. Uh, Toby Bedford to the Giants. Hay- Jaden Hunt to the Eagles. And Brodie Grunny. It's,
1: it's for me, it's a weird look about uh, what they're doing but they haven't got an old old list they're no. ex- they're now experienced successful side over two seasons yes they didn't make the grand final this year but they had a good year uh it'll be more about building culture at that football club than what they do at the draft or the trade period they may lose a couple of players but that's what happens at good sides um players don't get the opportunities and they want opportunities i mean that's a little bit what's happened at Freo this year they've become a better side and won games of footy and guys haven't been played um and maybe want help elsewhere. We spoke about the Grundy Gorn when we touched on Collingwood. I don't think that's a, a good duo. I don't particularly think the Darcy Jackson thing's a good thing either at Frio. So maybe I'm just a grumpy old man talking about you know ruck combinations that don't necessarily work.
0: Yeah, well we have seen in more recent times um that the, the, the duel you don't necessarily need the, the, the two gun rowing. I've, very rarely do you see two star ruckmen playing the same side. So if Melbourne can make it work, kudos to them. Alistair Clarkson's North Melbourne skate. How do you see this one? It's fascinating, isn't it, given the news about Jason Horn francis
1: yes. um, I, th- I think Clarkson will be licking his lips about that, to be honest. I, I think he'd be coming in wanting guys. Uh, just just looking around the league at guys out of the Clarkson tree, Hardwick, Simpson, mm. I've played under one of them. Um, there, there's plenty of others, uh, Stuart Jew. Um. They're, they're big on buy-in. They want collective buy-in. Now, if Horn Francis isn't bought into what they're doing at North Melbourne, and doesn't want to be a part of it for the long run. Get him out of there. Yeah. That, that's what Clarkson will be saying. And if in fact he you know, yeah. comes back to coaching, uh, I think they'll and they'll and they'll clean Port Adelaide out of their draft picks because of it.
0: Yeah, well, that's true.
1: And as you said, Horn Francis, Jed
0: Anderson um, through the door, out the door, should I say, Logue Tucker. Brad Hill, I'm not sure the Brad Hill thing's going to stick. I think I, I think he's going to at St Kilda just from what I'm hearing. But yep. pick one, obviously, just remind me, are they getting a priority pick? Has that been decided yet? I think
1: they are, yes. Um, next year, 2023, oh, that's right, round year. two, that's, round three. Yeah, there you go. If I'd read the script, I'd know that. They have to be traded. They, they have f- to be traded. That's correct, yes. Yeah, this so. year. They have to trade this year. Okay, so they've got to trade future yep. picks. So there'll be some movement at, at North Melbourne. Uh, I do look at North Melbourne and think if there was no Clarkson, which currently there is no Clarkson, Mm. if we're being honest, they're not a very attractive football side to go to. If there's no Clarkson and it's just an unknown coach coaching North – who wants to go to North?
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not. There's no sex factor, is there? That,
1: that's what. Absolutely not. Sexy factor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it doesn't doesn't draw you in there. Yeah, we clubs catching up to Mark <laughs> Readings. We're almost there. Skater Port Adelaide, uh, big look, big time for them. Yeah, and they're, they're 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 moving and shaking, aren't they? So linked to Horn Francis, Adelaide of course made a play at Horn Francis before he was drafted to North Melbourne. He's an Adelaide boy. They threw a fair treasure chest. Um, at North Melbourne, and they said no. We're going to take pick one. Wonder if they look back on that and regret it or like it. Who knows? Uh, Robbie Gray retires. Stephen Motlop retires. A couple of great careers. Um, uh, Taj Schofield, uh, son of Jared, son of Jared gets delisted. Sam Skinner, who was at Brisbane, and then uh, Port Adelaide goes. And Sam Mays was Brisbane, Port Adelaide goes as well. Carl Amon, I think, is uh, that's that's he's signed, isn't he? He's I C think lady. that's just about done and dusted. yeah. Correct. Uh, uh, Sam Hayes uh, potentially gone. Uh, Martin Frederick, no new contract. That is brother of twin. I think is it. Yeah. Correct. So yeah, that'd be good at Freo, wouldn't it? That'd be not that honestly. That'd be uh, that
0: asks a question, would not they? At least. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you mentioned the, the, the ins and outs. Junior Rioli, we think, will get done. Francis Evans, uh, Asava, Radagalia. So Francis Evans is a Geelong, both of these guys. Oh, I didn't know much about Evans, but yep. like Radagalia, obviously, yep. we've seen him quite a bit. Geelong boys. Uh, it's, it sounds like Kenny's just decided, okay, this is my last throw at the
1: stumps. Yep. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, can they add to their group and do that? They probably can. I think they've, mm. they've got a list. They haven't lost a lot. They'll have a couple of nice picks in the draft and they'll get a, you know,
0: they're, they're a mover for me next year. I know we're not talking about ladder position, but they've lost the first five, I think, think this year. They're a better side than that, and they'll be they'll be making the eight next year. Yep,
1: absolutely. Richmond, uh, as you mentioned off the top, I think this is a side that, uh, again, will move, given the ins. Tim Taranto and Jacob Hopper potentially ins to this footy club with not a lot of delistings and losses after a couple of retirements in Edwards, Caddy, and Lambert. Uh, Tim Taranto and Jacob Hopper pretty decent ins to your footy club. Yeah, absolutely. And The window's still open for Richmond. Absolutely, yeah, yep. yeah, it is. Yeah, no, okay. especially with those additions. Yeah, yes, uh, key forwards are important, and Tom Lynch wins their best and fairest, so they've got one of those. Mm. Um, but your y- y- key forwards don't get the footy if your midfield doesn't get it down to. Yeah, a I mean those two are prime time midfielders.
0: Toronto Hopper um, Edwards has gone, but in, you know Dusty's fully fit. Uh, Matty Parker, delisted by the way, has signed with South Fremantle. So, um, and Damien Herbert was in town at the Waffle Grand Final, by the way, uh, on Saturday. And I was told. I can't remember actually mentioned to me, but said he was absolutely outstanding um, as a guest speaker and self-deprecating, humorous. Um, he, he
1: was over for Alistair Clarkson. Oh
0: yes, I realised that for the Carbine Club. So they had to, <laughs> Well,
1: either way, the switcheroo was made. Yeah, very good. Um, well, at least he got to watch a good game of footy there. Uh, so Richmond, I think, will be you know right up there next year, top four type team. Um, you know, being linked to enough good players there in the trade period. St Kilda, uh, uh, Haddonbury steps away after. A weird tenure there because he yeah. played some
0: decent footy at the back end of the yeah, season when he finally got himself right.
1: Paddy Ryder, I think, was probably a list decision. Um, you know, he seemed disappointed to be walking away from the footy club, but I think it was one they had to make to um, have Rowan Marshall playing as that number one ruck. You know, and and they've probably moved a little bit of salary cap space out with the Paddy Ryder leaving. Jaron Geary, who has captain the club, um, he steps away as well. So they're they're three senior good players that step away from a St Kilda side that doesn't make finals.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And look, there's talk of Brad Hill possibly moving, but I I still think he'll stay at the Saints. Ben Long has requested and he's going to the Gold Coast, to my knowledge. Um, It's interesting that my concern with St Kilda, they were obviously hot on Jordan DeGoey if he had become available. Yes. Would would you have gone chips in with Dugowie or not? Where St Kilda's at?
1: No, but that's that's like the perfect player for St Kilda. I oh, know. No, I like uh, no, agree. As in, That's what, the sort if it of fits guy fits the type, type yeah, of player they it's, like it's, to it's, get? It's like, oh, like he could be good. We I mean, know it, he's good. But, yeah, he's know. good. And there's always a but. I would say most players that get traded to St Kilda over the last five years have been like been like that. Can be good and can be unreal. Can yeah. break games open. I mean, Brad Hill. Hopefully, it's not speaking out of school. He's been like that. He can play. He can play. Be the best on ground, but can can go missing in games as well. So. Yeah, look, they don't have anything uh, you know, new, but Rowan Marshall, I think, I think, Rowan Marshall's a gun and and he will blossom as the number one without having to split ruck duties with a Paddy Ryder. I think uh, Sydney's the next in line. Uh, so that's alphabetical order. Very good to go. Mm-hmm. You're on the bunny right now. Josh Kennedy, uh, Cal Sinclair, steps out the door. Yeah.
0: Retired. The Look, Journeyman, or at least went from West Coast to Sydney, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he bows out uh, Barry O'Connor and Lewis Taylor, Lewis uh, Taylor from Brisbane, Long yeah. Boy. As yeah, well. so he, a diminutive forward, small four, but uh, pretty sure he won the Rising Star. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I I think, think you're right. Himself. Yeah, um, but uh, who are they going to lose? Sydney? Well, not many, but uh, Jake Lloyd and Harry Cunningham. They'll uh, sign. They'll sign. Them. Yeah, I would have thought so. I, I reckon they'll be obviously they've re-signed Tom Papley five-year deal. Um, they're going to be pretty steady, I think. And, and look, they've got the youth. Uh, yeah, well, they're, brand.
1: Gonna, they're they're a young side. I think uh, the, the question with Sydney will be whether what what do they do at the trade period? Fine, but how do they handle the loss of the grand final mentally? Yeah, totally. Uh, it will. It will. You can say what you like. It's a grand final hangover. It, it sounds like it's about partying. Um, and, and that's premiership hangover, of course. Mm. But there's a grand final hangover from losing. Scars. It. Yeah. Now, can you... Um put that to the side and rebound, like a Melbourne did after they – well, not really. Was no, it took them, took them a few yeah, years. Yeah, it did. It took them three years. Uh, look, I, I yeah, I did write an article on this, and there's some few sides that you can think of. GWS when they got 19, spanked by yep, Richmond. Yep. Uh, Adelaide when they got spanked by yes. Richmond. West Coast when they got spanked in 2015. Yep. Like we lost the plot for a couple of years. It, well,
0: it, so do you think it was directly related to what happened that day? Absolutely, because
1: you, 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 your mindset goes into a mentality of – Um, almost there yeah and then I have to get so much better we have to get so much better because of one result correct it's just a game it's just one game if it happened in the middle of the year you'd be on to the next but because it happens at the end of the year it's a
0: lasting memory yep
1: you've got three four months to think about it and that's what you use as your driver and then maybe you lose round one or it doesn't go quite the way you're thinking what's happened and then more expectation mounts, then public criticism comes on and it can create pressure that wasn't there the year before. Yeah, I mean, the Bulldogs, I mean, last year made the grand final and this scraped year... Into scraped into final. Scraped in by a
0: minute. Never looked like it. But year. you're right, it's, it's... Well, let's say, speaking from experience, making a grand final is, is good, but if you get beaten the way they did, yeah. uh, Sydney...
1: Um, yeah, there's no guarantees, full stop. I don't think there'll be a great deal of action in trade period, though, which is what this is, trade yep. period. Uh, preview, Western Bulldogs, last one. Um, no retirements, no delistings. Uh, all happy over there. Dunkley wins the best Ferris and out the door to Brisbane. A, a couple of uh, inns, though, I think. Liam Jones, which has kind of gone under the radar for mine. I think that's a huge in, if that's, in fact, guaranteed. Yeah, I think but, he played up in
0: Queensland, in the, in the VFL up in Queensland for last or this season. He was... You know, if you, at Carlton, he was spoken about in all yeah. Australian chats for a lot. Yeah, it's um. Look, let me say he's um, vindicated about his vaccination yep. situation, which is, of course, what precluded him from playing.
1: If they had a Liam Jones and a and a lob, um, although I don't know if lob is a is a huge need at Western Bulldogs. No, well, when, when you think
0: on I mean, Josh Bruce is obviously coming towards the end, but is Aaron Norton, Jamara yugal Hagen, yep, um,
1: uh, Tim English runs around. Tim God's English nice, does does
0: it? Norton. Go down back, or you?
1: you can't. You can't play him. You can't play him back. He's, no, he's too good of a forward. Yeah,
0: he is. No, that's that's the lob to the Bulldogs. I can understand him going to say Essendon or a club that needs that. But I, I was a bit surprised by that. But yeah, Liam Jones will be just what they need. Yep. at the Dogs next season. Alex um,
1: Keith was dropped late in the year at the Western Bulldogs, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe he's replacing him, maybe he's not. Maybe someone like uh, Liam Jones helps Alex Keith get back to his best because yeah. he's been a good footballer at stages but probably lost his way a little bit yeah. back into this year.
0: I'm trying to think of the last time a fairest and best winner left the club to go somewhere else. I mean, I, um, Lucky Neil
1: didn't do that,
0: did nah, he? I no. Mean, as a captain, um, Lee Colbert went from... North to Geelong, or the other way? Who? Uh, Lee Colt was yeah, captain, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: he went from Geelong to north. Geelong to north, he, he, yes. And uh, Chris Judd might have been up and around. No, 2007 he was quite injured. I'm just mm. thinking of... Yeah. So he was the but captain That's, that's a rarity. Absolutely. And they'll be disappointed to lose him, but again, uh, as Bevo put it, what did he say? Pony up, boys. Pony up. <laughs> Pay up, in other words. <laughs> Very good. That's uh, trade period. That's the, that's the preview. Thanks to the Shelter Footy cast. Uh, do we want to give out a slab of beer today? I think we do. Yeah, the bloke that's going to win it probably has already had it. About two cards in the last 24 hours. Shelter XPA X Factor. We've been doing this all year. A slab of beer to the best player of the round, West Australian. We're going to give it to Luke Meadows, Scoey's Simpson Scully, Medal winner. So. Oh, look at him now. He's chortling
0: because t- t- maybe sa- he
1: should give me a slab of shelters. Mate, at five o'clock on Saturday
0: afternoon, oh, the stress on your forehead was, it was like. It, now I can no, tell the pressure. I do get it. It was Matt like. Off stress. You came up oh, with it. Can you imagine? You know, uh, Simpson <laughs> Medal goes to no one I'd given votes to. Exactly. What could happen? Yeah. Embarrassingly so. But now Lukey Meadows, uh, Simpson Middlewood, Of course, he left West Perth, went to play in Victoria. Bit of chat at some stage. He might have got drafted, but not to be. But um, yeah, he'll be enjoying the the moment uh, with his West Perth buddies over the
1: next couple of days hopefully your trade period goes well for your selected side uh, we'll be here at the Shelter Footycast uh, during that and post that if you got anything to send us send us an email footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au follow us on Instagram Shelter Footycast follow us on YouTube listen to us a podcast Skeeter needs to go to bed. He was at a hippie club till too late last night. <laughs> well, I can't deny it. And I'm going home too. Uh, Southern River Band Boys. Go and see them. Check them out. They're touring with the darkness in a couple of weeks. Ciao. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?